0: Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode thirty-one. Almost nearly as old as me.
1: Oh yeah, just you, singular, just you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we already
0: passed your Woo. age of twenty-nine. Yay. It's okay. Oh, thank God. Whew. And that was Primus. I so uh, feel even better about that. Ah, uh, I do. I sh- I share it with good company. Anyways, your only kind of aging hosts today are Chris and Savannah. Exactly. That's us. We're always here. and We're always only kind of aging. I mean, I, I think I look the same the same since day one.
1: Uh, I think everyone thinks I'm in my 20s, and um, secret, I'm not. But I love it. I love no, it. She,
0: you're like, truthfully, you're like early 40s. Oh
1: yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I'm can like tell. Four,
0: I'll be 42 at the end of this year. There you go. That's that's what you got to lead people to believe. But yes, this is another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, so thank you very much for stopping by to check out today's album, today's episode. If you like what you see and or hear today, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, comment, rate, share button, whatever, all those buttons. There's a lot of buttons that you can press. And at uh, least leave some positive ratings over on Apple Music, too. That's really going to help. But regardless, yes. whatever you can do, wherever you are, do that. Help build the musical community that you know by now that we're trying to build. We say it every single episode, and we mm-hmm. mean it every single time. Oh, yes. And also, don't forget to, if you like what you hear, you can always financially support us too, optionally over on ko fi.com. rate the record. That is also an option if you like us just that much. So if this isn't your first time here, if you've been to the podcast before, well, obviously, welcome back. It's glad We're glad to have you here. It's not glad. We are glad to have you here. <laughs> uh, we're always glad to see familiar faces uh, in the audience there and uh, interacting with us. But if you are indeed new to this podcast, well, first off, welcome to the podcast. We hope you enjoy your stay, have a lot of fun being a part of our musical community, discussing the albums as such. That means you probably don't know what we do here on Write the Record. No problem. I got you covered. So each week, Savannah and I will choose an album, be completely at random. Maybe it's celebrating an anniversary of some sort, a milestone, you know, per se. Or we also do listener requests. We've done, like, what, three or four of them now, and we have another one coming next week. So, yeah, we do listener requests, too. But regardless, we will choose an album. We just go ahead and discuss that thing at length. We rank the songs, and then we write the record. Aside from hitting your microphone stand, good job. Thank you for applauding me.
1: It's not my fault that my arms have a wide girth, okay?
0: <laughs> are you going to admit to people that your arms are actually three inches longer than the average human arm?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I have to wear uh, leather gloves because my knuckles drag all the time.
0: Oh, I was just going to say that you're one of those people where like, the finger your fingertips go just past your knees if you hold your arms <laughs> down.
1: Weird. Okay. Something no, like in that. In all honesty, I am perfectly proportional. Thank
0: you. Well, people at home don't know that. That's I, I do a lot of editing these videos, so maybe I'm just making your arms look natural. Anyways, enough about Savannah's freakish appearance. It's, it's, <laughs> it's time to talk about today's episode. Episode 31. Savannah, speaking of her freakish appearance, chose Billy Talent and the sequel to Billy Talent 1. That is Billy Talent <gasps> 2.
1: And guess what? I've never heard this album. We're going
0: back to the old days of the podcast when you just randomly chose albums for like literally no reason.
1: Absolutely no reason other than, hey, I haven't heard this whole album. I want to.
0: Listen to it on your own time, damn it. I mean, it works no, for the show, why not? You. Yeah, I force you to. <laughs> but before we get into talking about that album in particular, there is a disclaimer that we'd like to read, just to make sure that we're all on the same page every single week. Whether you agree or disagree, we can just have these discussions not be huge b-holes about things. And the disclaimer is as follows... The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss regarding this album is strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We are simply two friends having fun, discussing, and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter of each episode. But we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we write with a grain of salt. There you go. Theatrics.
1: Did the, did the salt bay thing.
0: Again. I mean, yeah. y- your yours changes like very, like slightly during the weeks, I guess. Yeah. I always have the same flash.
1: Yeah. I I don't have the memory to remember what I did last week, so it's all just a cycle of what feels natural.
0: Can't you just go to Harvey's, get like a very tiny salt pack and just hold it up in front of the camera? Like, I'll I'll accept that.
1: Okay. One time I will open it and just pour it into my mouth.
0: And yes, you have to swallow. Then you or or you know what you do? Pour it into a drink of water and drink it that way.
1: Regardless, just, you're
0: ingesting it. I'd still do it in my mouth. Whatever. I'm, I, I, uh, I have no boundaries. Hey, hey, listeners! Don't clip that out of context, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was me. That was me shockingly <laughs> laughing, not an animal dying. Just know, which is listeners. funny because most
0: of the audio of uh, you laughing cut out. So it sounds like I was just like awkwardly laughing to it by myself. Excellent.
1: excellent. <laughs> I love how I always peak the
0: audio with my, with my laughter. Something uh, about it always happens. But thanks. yes, we can take our minds off that and get our minds on Billy Talent. where While Savannah explains a little bit about the band and the album. So uh, <clears throat> go ahead and let me know about Mr. Talent here. <clears throat>
1: Billy Talent is a Canadian rock band from Toronto and they actually formed in 1993 under the name Pez. Unfortunately, in 1999, it was brought to their attention that American band Pez held international rights to the name and it was soon changed to Billy Talent. The band name was chosen as a nod to fictional guitarist Billy Talent in the film Hardcore Logo and isn't singer Ben Kowalowitz's name. I hope I am saying that correctly. Guitarist Ian DeSaw, bassist Jonathan Gallant, and drummer Aaron Sawalniak round out the band. Jordan Hastings from Alexis on Fire also has played drums with Billy Talent in the studio and on tour due to Aaron's chronic health issues. But aside from that, the lineup has remained completely unchanged. In 2003, Billy Talent released their first self-titled album, which included songs River Below, The X, and first single and hit, Try Honesty. With a successful debut under their belt, they found themselves back in the studio to record their follow-up, Billy Talent 2, in 2006. As of recording this, the band has released six full-length albums, the latest being Crisis of Faith in 2022. Now, you've seen the title. We've said it before. Yes, we are reviewing Billy Talent 2, again released in 2006. It was recorded in Vancouver and produced by Gavin Brown and guitarist Ian Dessa. This album spawned five singles, Devil in a Midnight Mass, Red Flag, Fallen Leaves, Surrender, and This Suffering. The album hit number one on the Billboard Canadian Albums chart and number one on the German Albums chart. It only reached 134 on the Billboard 200, but has been certified four times platinum in Canada. In 2005, before the album's official release, it was leaked by the band themselves on MySpace remember that
0: <laughs> those were the days
1: <laughs> the album won a juno award excuse me juno award for best rock album of the year and singles devil in a midnight mass and fallen leaves took home various much music video awards in the year following release
0: i think i might actually remember that too back when i actually used to watch yeah. the uh, mmbas
1: <laughs> yeah same
0: I think the last one I ever really truly remember is when that dude from The Used kept sh- shouting fuck on live television. They couldn't oh, censor God. him fast enough. Yeah, uh, of course. Good times. But that that's that particular band. And this is Billy Talent. And I guess we are ready now to dive headfirst into Billy Talent second. Hell yes. So let's start off with one of those uh, big singles from the album. Song number one, Devil in a Midnight Mass.
1: Mm-hmm. I am and always will be in awe of his voice. I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel it's fairly unique. And before that, I hadn't really heard any, like just personally hadn't heard anything like it. So it's, uh, yeah, I like it. But uh, this song really gets to the point and just doesn't fuck around at all, which I actually kind of like.
0: Yeah, it kind of, it, it just charges right into the album like, from like the first second, essentially, because, yeah, you have like these really big, crunchy guitars that start out the track and everything like that. And I will say I'm not a particularly big fan of the vocals at all. I oh, mean, no? uh, he does have certain songs and certain ranges that he's good with, but I'm overall not a fan of his voice, not the tone, especially not his screaming, which
1: yeah. this,
0: uh, his screaming is in this track, and it's just, oh, uh, God, I don't know. It's, it's really bad. It's like listening to a high school kid try too hard. <laughs> I can um, see that now. I've always noticed that one of Billy Town's uh, biggest—this is kind of a blanket statement for the band as a whole, really. One of their, like, the biggest things they have going for them are their use of vocal harmonies. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're very heavy on them, and you're going to hear them all over this album. Uh, So it was really good to put that strength to use, like, practically immediately. So that song kind of—I mean, this song has it kind of going for it. Uh, The silent night hook works really well. I kind of like that. I, it's not really the chorus. It's kind of like a maybe a pre-chorus. I don't really know what to describe it as, but regardless, it's there. sounds good. Yeah. Uh, there's like accented hits on it that really make it a lot more memorable, so that's fun. And then, yeah, I just kind of go off on... Uh, I, I rearranged my notes here just to say that I didn't really <laughs> like the singer's voice. It's piercing and irritating. Yeah. And It is a catchy track to kick off the album, so overall it's a good choice to start it.
1: I agree with that last point. Um, it I like that the song does open the album. Uh, the in, it's intense and the scream at the beginning, like to me, it kind of showcases what's to come, whether you like it or not. It's really a sort of a, a precursor to the rest of it. Um, and yeah, with the background vocal harmonies, uh, I find that that's a nice addition because if it was just layers of the same voice, I don't think it would have the same effect or it wouldn't sound nearly as nice.
0: There are times on the album, like, not this song in particular, but there are times on the album when the background vocals, uh, the guitarist guy, um, just doesn't work with me. This is yeah. one of the songs where it does work, though. I, I do enjoy it, but, like, I, I think I make note of it coming up, like, in songs where it's just, like, this doesn't need to be here. <laughs> yeah. But overall, though, Devil in the Midnight Mass, I think it's a good idea to start the, tr- the album with this. Agreed. I'm not certain any other song would have fit properly at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: All right, so let's move on to yet another single, "Red Flag." Um, really uh, intense start to this track because it starts as like a rally style with like the drums and everything like that. The chorus, like in the like acapella yelled chorus as well, like over top of that drum beat. I thought that was really cool. A great way to get the energy started in the track. Um, the guitar work is usually pretty fun in a Billy Talent track. Like, he's kind of creat- the guy's kind of creative in the way he, uh, like, composes his riffs and everything like that. Yeah. The track's obviously no different. Great, clean tone. Um, the bridge was fine. The, like, going into the bridge and everything like that, again, I do like the guitar work, but I was hoping for a little more from it. Like, I don't know. The song already kind of gave a lot as it was, but... When the bridge kicked in, I was kind of hoping for a little more, but I don't know. It's hard for me to remember back exactly to what I was trying to point out. But I do know I felt like there were some points of the song that were kind of lackluster. Yeah. Um, there's really not much more with this track either. It's only three minutes and 18 seconds. So it's, I mean, it's it's not like you're sitting too long through it. It just kind of rides the same three sections fairly, you know, quickly without much flair. So that's Red Flag in a nutshell. Is
1: that your red flag for the song?
0: It's my red flag for the album. Spoiler, maybe? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs)
1: Um, So, this song in particular, uh, Warp Tour 2006, this was my jam. Um, Very fabulously nostalgic for me. I'll try not to cruise too much on the nostalgia and really give it an objective view here. Um, I do like the clean guitars in comparison to the last track. Um, I always. I kind of like songs that I, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's like they have the bridge or I guess middle of the song that they put at the beginning. So when the bridge comes in, you're like, Oh, that's where the beginning fits in. Like, I like what they're doing It's kind of a little callback thing. They do that a couple times this album, but I always like that in this song. Um, The song I found kind of ended abruptly, but in a way that feels like, yes, this is appropriate, like to just sort of cut it, I guess, doesn't ring out or anything like that. Um, But yeah, I guess I enjoy that the song begins with the drums and vocals because it feels more impactful when the guitar and the bass come in. So I think it's just a repackaging of a lot of your points. But uh, yeah, as I said,
0: it felt like a very very rally type start to the song.
1: Yeah, I uh I like it the imagery it gives me isn't uh isn't solely from the song and the sounds itself but mostly to when I first heard it like 15 years ago. So
0: 15 years ago. <laughs> I crap. do remember when like this song came out like really the album too. Like again, I I was never really that big into Billy Talent at the time but like yeah, yeah. they were obviously big hits and like obviously I heard this song, and Devil of the Midnight Mass and everything, I've heard them like a million times. But it's just, it's it's funny that I, I don't want to sit here and immediately shit on the song right away, although, not right away, we're almost done talking about it, but I mean, like, hearing it a million times and just, to me, it's kind of forgettable. I mean, oh, yeah? it, it, there's, obviously, like, the chorus is catchy and everything like that, but that's It's like the only thing I remember about the song. Yeah. I don't remember how the verse goes. Like, I don't remember the bridge connecting everything. I just like, obviously the chorus. And like, I feel like that's where they put a lot of their effort. And like, uh, this is kind of a blanket statement for the album. I think a lot of the effort goes into the chorus.
1: Yeah. uh, Where it's like,
0: yeah, just the most memorable part. Like, who cares about the verse? We're just, people can like gather and talk while we're doing the verses. But the chorus, this is where you pay attention.
1: Well, that's when you want the the live crowd to really join you, right?
0: I guess, but I just rather be the crowd be into everything I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm being a little too picky. (laughs)
1: Hey, it's your it's our review, your opinion. So
0: supposing so. And I I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get some uh, hate for my reviews going forward.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. How We have traded places now
0: (laughs) every once in a while. It has to happen.
1: Yeah, it's always it's always me. I'm like, oh, God, my my opinions they're bad but it's it's all good it's all good i i like riding on this high horse it's nice up here
0: well then you enjoy it while you can we have a whole episode (laughs) to ride it out so let's go to song number three now this suffering what do you got for that one
1: um okay so i've noticed this again like like you said blanket statement for the whole album i do like how this album's mixed I didn't find that anything was hidden, purposely hidden. It like I didn't feel any many layers, but everything seemed to I don't know. It was easy for me to hear everything. And I like that. So I really noticed that in this song enough to make note of it. Um, The guitar riff reminds me of Try Honesty in a way. Like, and perhaps it's one of those, hey, I recognize the guitar player because maybe that's like his style, which I don't think I've really heard too much, like the the vast catalog to really understand that. But definitely uh, rang familiar to me. Um, It's a seemingly simple song structure, which is slightly predictable, but for once, I don't have many complaints about it. It was I guess I sort of knew what I was going into, so I kind of accepted it immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I don't think I had many complaints about the repetitiveness until later on in the album when I realized like a lot of the song structures really tend yeah. to, like, fall in line with one another. Like, it's pretty parallel. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how you mentioned, like, it kind of sounds like Try Honesty. One of my notes is literally, this also feels like a recycled usage of their track River Below. <laughs> so yeah. we're at least thinking of their earlier material at this point. Yeah. And at least I remember that song pretty well, because out of any Billy Talent song I've really, ever really liked, that was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. But that's also not saying much, considering again wasn't ever huge on Billy Talent. Yeah. Um, yeah, this song had a uh, kind of a slower pace to it overall. I guess uh, it's still energetic, but like not as full forward and full force type as like you know the previous songs. Mm-hmm. Um, this song really made me feel like they must have had some sort of inspiration from System of a Down and their albums *Mesmerize* and *Hypnotize*. I I don't know. Just the way it was composed and also the usage of the vocal harmonies, there's just something about it in there that I can just hear the inspiration Um, comes in the composition and a lot of the writing choices too. But yeah, just, I mean, not saying that's a bad thing. If anything, I like System of a Down. Yeah. So I'd like to use that as a positive, but at the same time, like, it just, it seems almost like really blatant, like you're wearing your inspiration on your sleeve rather than just like kind of using it as inspiration. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all, um, I do like the separate vocals of the chorus as well. The yelling of you know this suffering behind the singing was a cool contrast. It's fitting. It kind of feels syncopated, so it kind of gave it a cool textual feeling in the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, again, didn't have a whole lot to write because just I was starting to g- starting to think that like some of these tracks were since they're composed the same and structured the same, kind of that like uh, it's getting hard to say like new things about the tracks.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I totally get that. Uh, I found that with this, nothing was really boring to me. Um, and it didn't feel like it was nearly four minutes. If anything, it felt shorter. So maybe it's just my brain is like, oh, you know, you know what to expect? Because it's like when you take a drive all the time, the first couple times you're like, oh, when am I going to get to my destination? Then the more you go, you're like, oh, this took five minutes. It didn't seem like long at all. So um but yeah, that was pretty much it. It uh, it it was a track that I wouldn't skip.
0: Well, that works, and I guess that's why it's a single too. <laughs> I don't ever remember this one as a single. I feel like I heard it, but like probably not all that much of it. I don't know. As compared yeah. to some of the other ones on the album, is just I don't know in yeah. general. All right, so song number four, we have Worker Bees. Uh, finally, a song that's not a single or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do, I do like the drumming in this track a lot. I think it's a really cool use of tom drums, so like that caught my attention immediately. A lot of fun. Um, I, I wrote this note, but I already kind of made it clear that I'm not big on the singer's vocals, but I guess this is one of those tracks where it stood out just enough where I was like... I can't do this. The instrumentals are great, though. I I like them. I enjoy what they do. Yeah. This is going to be a weird statement to say, but I thought about this maybe twice or three times while listening to this album. This reminds me a lot of Limp Bizkit. And (laughs) what I mean by that, hear me out. Okay,
1: okay. Justification.
0: Obviously... If you pay attention to, to Limp Bizkit as a band, like the instrumentals, like guitar, bass, DJ Lethal, if you want to bring him into, and uh, fucking the drummer, I can't remember his name. Regardless, um, mm-hmm. if you take them as a band, they're actually really good at what they do. They're super fucking tight. They sound great in their composition. But yeah. then you throw in the singer, that just sticks out like a sore goddamn thumb. Chili and, Peppers, to an extent. <laughs> Anthony's not always bad. For me. <laughs> but regardless, you t- you, th- you throw in your Fred Durst, and that's when yeah. things just... Y- y- you skip tracks at that point, because you're just like, I'm-, I'm sick of hearing this guy's voice and blah, blah, blah. It's just too bad, because the band's really damn good. Uh, and that's kind of the vibe I was starting to get when listening to this album, especially coming into this track, where it's like, you know, yeah. I'm not huge on this singer, but, I mean, the band sounds like they know what they're doing. They're having fun. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the instrumentals I said they were good. I just kind of wish the singer took a back seat. It would be nice if they had at least one instrumental track on the album. I'd be curious to know what they do with that, but I'd, I don't know if like the singers contractually obligated to be in every fucking song.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: Maybe the band's not courageous enough to do an instrumental. I don't know. Yeah. But it would just be nice to hear. And um, even with the chorus, uh, it did have some good heaviness to it. It still kind of sounded like melancholic in its structure and writing. And I think that worked well to push forward like this kind of clear emotion that is trying to push through the song. Definitely not like a good mood. I didn't really read the lyrics, so I can't be too certain. But like there's a lot of minor progression in the song. So, I mean, like instrumentals were great for that. And uh, as I said, just even with the heaviness, it still worked. But just that singing... Already tired of it and we still have like a good nine songs to go. Yeah,
1: I was going to say we're not even halfway. Um, I wish you luck. That's
0: blessed. Too late. I already listened to it.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Um, So my first note, just, ah, yes, a song that starts with bass, a surefire way to get my attention. So noticed that,
0: loved it. I don't know if I liked the bass line to start it, to be honest. Yeah. Though, like it grew on me, and it like it started to fit in behind everything that was like going along with it. But just the way it started, I was like, "Uh oh, what is this?"
1: Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, yeah, I all I thought was, "Ooh, bass, nice." So simple brain. Um, now I like the drums during the verse. Um, it kind of <laughs> kind of reminds me of like a horse gallop. I don't really know how else to describe it. Um, I want to say paradiddle, not only because it's fun to say, but because I might not be too far off. No idea. Um, It uh, the song definitely reminded me of Anti-Flag's later albums like 2008 on. Um, Definitely the vibe I got from it. Not mad about it because I love them a lot. Um, I'm not digging the chorus as much as the others so far, but it still is very sing-alongable, I guess, the more you listen to it. Um, But I would have liked this one a little more without the screaming.
0: Yeah, that that goes for... Pretty much every battle <laughs> soundtrack.
1: Some of them I can handle, but that one I was like, nah, nah, yeah, I didn't well, really like. Well, the it background
0: singer is good for it, but I mean, yeah. as I said earlier too, like there are just some points which just like this isn't needed. You can stop now. But like I don't know, they just throw it in randomly and it's just like, okay, why is this here? Yeah, yeah. But the lead singer, especially, just uh, no. Like his scream is awful. Like I, I, I went to high it's school. Screaming. Yeah, I went to high school with kids who kind of like did screaming like that, and it sounded really bad. And like I went to school with kids who like tried doing death metal growling and it sounded just fucking stupid.
1: Yeah.
0: Obviously not going to point out names but I'm pretty (laughs) sure if they ever hear this you know who you are. Yeah. Names on our Patreon page. (laughs) It's Kofi. Get it right. People never pay us money if you don't get it right. Oops I mean join our Kofi.
1: (laughs) Just, Just like little arguments like that just planted in the show just to mention it.
0: Yeah, very these very forced like mentions it's like try to make it seem organic what's organic oh me ripping on you perfect <laughs> i hate this show so much but yet 31 episodes <sighs> in you're still here man, man
1: you know just doing this show with you is just making me walk on pins and needles all the time like i always on guard
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna hit end call right i now. don't
1: doubt that at all
0: i feel pins and needles i'm not quite numb yet <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Song 5, Pins and Needles, big smile on my (laughs) face now. People are going to start questioning, like, is he actually mad at her?
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the first episode I've listened to. Well, listen to the other ones, we're fine. This happens all the time, and I just, he allots me time to cry, it's fine.
0: Yeah, there's a whole week between episodes, so I mean, there's plenty of time to heal.
1: Oh, it's all good, it's
0: all good. Song number 5, Pins and Needles, a relatively short one, I suppose, 3 minutes and 11 seconds. Um... Here we go. I feel this one resembled the previous tracks in certain ways, and I mean, this is just now. It this is now my official blanket statement for the album. Yeah. Making the song a little lighter won't make it like won't make it something new. There's yeah. good good guitar work again though, and I, I I I don't mention that too many more times only because that's just like it's just gonna be a repeated note. Yeah. I do feel like uh being three minutes eleven seconds really did help this song altogether, though, because like I'm not sure what else they could introduce that the four other songs haven't done already. Yeah. Like having given the song a chance, obviously for the first little while, like, yeah, you realize you're not gonna get too much more out of this one. <sighs>
1: yeah. Um I I did like the composition of this one. Um uh there was something about ending the vocal line with let you go. I don't know if it was just like the notes he was hitting while he was singing. It was just something that I just, I liked. Um, that was cool. It's the little, I find that it's the little things in songs that I latch onto. And I'm like, oh, I really like that. Even if the song shit, it's just that little thing that I'm like, ooh, I gravitate towards that. And then I give the song a 10, <sighs> I'm backwards um these songs are all typical length um they kind of leave me wanting more um I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because I mean they could be showing restraint as to kind of showcase what they what more they have to offer later on or they could just be running out of things to do so not really sure uh how I feel about that um the tempo does seem slow enough to act like a come down, but it's still heavy and loud, which is kind of nice. They didn't really go full ballad, thank fucking God. Um and uh the I found that the intro guitar kind of sounded like a demo. Like it just it sounded very recorded in my bedroomy, but it did sort of even out as the song went on. I guess it lent itself better to the whole song rather than just showcasing it on its own.
0: Yeah, and it's possible that uh, I don't know, sometimes when they do stuff like that in songs, it's like to emphasize a point or just like kind of color the song in a different way, especially moving forward when the sound changes. Like, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. But again, I like you say you maybe wanted more out of it. But I say, like, if they did more, the song would have been worse, I believe. Because, like, yeah, again, it, it's not introducing anything new enough to be exciting to warrant more. Yeah. But again, that's just my opinion. If you liked it, hey, you liked it. Cool. I mean, you're wrong, but cool.
1: <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, well, yeah, I I'm, was
0: contemplating whether or not I should have like maybe this is this the episode where I'm a, like a full on asshole, like at my absolute yeah. just worse. Yeah,
1: that's fine. It's like after
0: every 10 episodes, it just amps up another level. <laughs> Essentially. Hell, I'll, I'll, I'll be open about it. Like uh, if I do seem a little off my game today, I did start a new job just so everyone knows Yay. it's a full time job. Uh, it's a career job, too. So it's taking up a lot of my time. So I'm just very tired. <laughs> And so if I seem any different, that's literally the reason why. Other than that, I'm still the same old dumbass you've known for 31 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's me. Yay!
1: All right, well, I'm I'm done with that one. I was kind of done with it while I was listening to it. Yeah,
0: I quite literally only had two notes for it because, like, it it got to a point where it got hard to write notes for certain songs, especially when, as I said, the the structure of the songs are relatively the same for the entire album. Uh, Every song is just, like... I think this is literally a note coming up later that I have is that every song is literally just a redux of a previous song on this album. Yeah. And that I'm already feeling that at this point. So, I mean, I don't know what that says for the rest of the, well, I know what it says. You'll have to figure it out soon. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to fallen leaves song. Number six, the another single. Um, now I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I'm not exactly a fan of that, that choppy staccato guitar. <laughs> yeah. I I thought about it. I actually sat there and thought about what I wanted to type for that. Like, obviously I didn't type out like a huge paragraph or even so much of a sentence, but I just wanted to say if I, whether or not I liked it. And I think I decided that I didn't, um, I didn't think it made the song all that much more interesting. So, I mean, like, it's not like it was like super different or needed, but I I get you want to try to make the song sound even slightly different from a previous one. So I guess there's that, but other than that, just not huge on it. But it was the bridge. It was the callback. It was the intro and the bridge and probably so, the extra, outro, whatever, whatever it's called. It's it's probably, probably most of the song. Yeah. Um. Aside from the vocal harmonies in the chorus, uh, it's, it's probably probably one of my least favorite tracks so far. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are plenty more songs in the album, and I'm just, actually wait, just want to see where I put this one. Okay, gotcha. Uh. But yeah, like I don't know if I'm already writing that at song six, then it's probably not a good sign. Um mm-hmm. The composition's still nothing new for the album, and that's yep. uh, kind of problematic at this point. I mean, we've been down this road before with different albums. Uh, I think it was, like, maybe maybe Weezer, uh, definitely Grapes of Wrath. I was having these, like, same things where it's like every song was the same. Yeah. Um, it's becoming more and more noticeable as it goes, and that's kind of the biggest problem. I mean, this realistically, the song is catchy enough, and it's easy to see why it's a single. Like, yeah. very, very easy. But, like, nearly halfway through the album and it hasn't really done much to make the album interesting in my eyes. And that's... I do want to say, though, like, I don't necessarily hate any of the songs on this album as much shit as I'm spewing. Like, things still sound good. They're fun. They're energetic. They're catchy. I mean, like, that's what it's supposed to be. They're, they're hitting their goals. It's just not interesting enough, though. Like, yeah. maybe the first couple of tracks are interesting because you're getting used to the album, but then after that, just... I don't know. There, I do say some more positive things coming up but that kind of gains any yeah. credence to my good guy thing I have going on for the other episodes.
1: I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I found this song is again, definitely sing alongable. Um, they, like you said, they definitely know how to write their hooks, write their choruses, a lot of emphasis on the, uh, the, the group chant chorus. Um, I don't know if this is the first guitar solo of the album or if I've just missed all the other ones, but I definitely noticed in this one. So cool. Um, I found that the solo wasn't, Hey, look at me, but it was more like a, this is a chorus unto itself. So I, it definitely followed sort of rules, I guess it wasn't really all out. So cool um the chords used in this are very cohesive but they seem off in a way like they make me feel like I should be suspicious now I don't know what that means I don't know if that's minor or dissonant or any of those other words that Rick Beato says when I watch his videos and still don't understand what he's talking about but uh I (laughs) I listen to this and think I could play that when I definitely could not. So I don't know if it is easy or if it just sounds easy.
0: The song is lying to you. That's all you need to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I go to pick up a guitar and I'm like brow, brow, brow. I'm like, no, it's not not happening.
0: It's not you know, happening. Are you doing like an open string strum? You're just like, <laughs> why doesn't this sound like Billy Talent?
1: <laughs> hey, I I know some chords. So as long as I can just do what D C and G, I should be fine. And write any song.
0: I mean, I feel like E minor is probably the easiest chord anyone could ever play. So maybe that's the one you'll know. <laughs> Easy. I know that one. Very good. Okay, so I guess I mean that's that's pretty much it for Fallen Leaves. Is that uh, for me? Again, I, I I'm trying to think of new things to say for each song, but it's just it's it's getting a little difficult. Yeah. Number seven. We are pretty much at the halfway point of the album now. Where is the line? Um... Once again, I honestly, I'm honestly enjoying the instrumentals until the vocals kicked in in the verse. Yeah, it is just another limp biscuit situation here. Like, I haven't used the uh, the through her eyes trope that we had in a oh, while. Oh. I I haven't. There was another trope that I was using too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the Hotel California effect. Yeah, I haven't used that one in a while. I'm starting to think if uh, the limp biscuit effect is going to be my new trope. <laughs> Because this album is like absolutely throwing it my way right now. Um, This is probably the poppier album, a song on the album. Like, obviously, like a lot of the songs on this album fall like a pop rock, pop punk kind of like straightforward type thing. But I don't know. This one felt the poppiest of the bunch. That's not necessarily bad or good. Just kind of pointing that out and saying like how there's definitely like a, a, a mood change, I guess, in a way. Um, the hook is catchy enough, the energy is kept fairly consistent, so it gets points for that at the very least, uh, the song hadn't really delivered anything new or interesting by the three minute portion, and the song is three minutes and fifty seconds, so I mean, like, I had to write that near the end of the song, which is kind of unfortunate, since I, I know I was, like, experiencing that earlier in the song. Yeah. Um the screaming background vocals in the final parts of the song were unnecessary. There's that note that I said was in there somewhere. Not yeah. a good choice to have the vocals acapella at the end, especially with the screaming. Didn't need it. Uh, I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but hey, I mean, it's not like this album is full of good ideas. So, hey. Yeah. That's my point.
1: It's, uh, I always like when you, you do your sort of take on it and then I look at my notes and I go, we were on the same page. So um, I do have a, a bunch of notes before, but uh, my very last one was, I would have cut just a few bars off the end. <laughs> it did feel a little, it didn't feel long time-wise. It just felt uh, dragged out at the end. So I would have just snipped that and then it would have been fine completely. Um, now my my very first note, I think maybe I listened to Four Bars of this song And wrote I bet you $20 This is the one you think I'll put at number one Because as soon as I heard it I'm like I am so in the best (laughs) But I I love that Pop punk stuff Um, The the high Note picking is sounding Signature for sure Because it is appearing in Most if not All of the tracks at some Point Um, The now like if you've heard this show before um i tend to do a lot of my reviews on how the song like what visuals i see when i hear it and the back and forth between the main and the backing vocals sound good to me here it's kind of like you're confronting someone and you have your cronies behind you going yeah yeah and how about that so it's like you get the main and then you get the backing vocals sort of uh pushing forward the main vocals that was cool um I did like the whole note guitar strum during the verse it doesn't take away and it sounds bright and jangly which in general whether this album or any other uh, love jangly guitars i love like 60s jangle pop bands i love it um it sounds a little dreamy that way um and uh the the uh, string bends in the solo is so late 90s
0: (laughs) well i mean if the band started in the 90s they probably brought something with them right so yeah
1: oh yeah just that i i don't know how to describe just like Perfectly done, Ben like string bends in solos. I love it. It's I like that. I like it just as much as all the other things I said I've loved so far. If
0: I think of 90s guitar solo string bends, for some reason, the like if you want to play word association, the very first thing that comes to my head is a heart shaped box by Nirvana. Yeah. Because, I mean, that kind of had that in it, too, and I'm pretty sure yeah. there's better examples, but that's just the first thing that pops in my head. Yeah. I, I love the note you made about, like, the background vocals sounding like cronies, because I, I, the first <laughs> thing I think to myself is, like, the lead singer of this band doesn't look like he could put up a fight even if he tried. <laughs> he needs the cronies. He looks like a like a small, insecure guy. I don't want to make fun of him, because so, trust me, I'm, yeah. a, I, I'm, I'm a large, insecure guy, okay? So, I mean, <laughs> like, what does that say about me? But, like, I don't know. So, just the fact that, like, His friends are like playing him up to this big situation and like, go get him, man. Kick his ass. Remember what you said yesterday? He's like, I didn't say I I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Guys,
1: yeah. shut up! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that is definitely the image I got from uh,
0: from the vocals in on that one. <laughs> and you were also talking about like the high notes, to, like the, the higher pluck notes and everything like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As I as I already said before, like the guitar work is interesting in Billy Talent tracks. It's usually really fun. They uh using obscure chords and just like kind of like dissonant chords that you don't usually hear within the genre. So like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he knows how to write like a really interesting riff. It's just it's just unfortunate that it's structured and composed the same way, like yeah. rhythmically. But, like, everything can sound different, but just rhythmically it kind of has that same feel, especially, like, you'll play, you'll do, like, these these constant pull offs of, like, a high note down to, like, just an open string, so like, that kind of thing. And he does that a lot, so. Yeah. That's about the only thing that bothers me with his playing. Other than that, it's usually pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And like I said, I don't know if it's a signature sound, or if it's just, uh, maybe he just doesn't know what else to play. <laughs>
0: I don't know, I feel like he does, but just doesn't because, like, I'm assuming, like, I would love to know how much creative freedom they have in the studio, and by that I mean, like, they probably have a bunch, but at the same time, I feel like they're one of those bands that likely go in and has the producer, like, give a lot of notes, and they, like, take it to heart, more or less, yeah. Like, they don't, they don't fight for their own sound. Like, I could be completely wrong. I really don't know yeah. the, the 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 process of what they do as a band in the studio. It just feels like they take a lot of the producers' notes and not just some of them.
1: Yeah. Most
0: bands will, like, you know, they'll hear what the producer has to say. Oh, you should do this in a track. It's like, okay, let's try to incorporate that. But if it sounds like Billy Talent. Like, okay, what should we do next? Yeah.
1: So, well, the guitarist uh, co-produced this one. And I know that he has... Written songs, if not produced, other major Canadian bands, none of which I made note of.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that says about my note then, because if I'm talking good about his guitar work and his, if if his production, if the production's anything like I said, it is, and he had any part in that, yeah, that kind of contradicts what I think about him.
1: We're all learning, but I'm done with that one.
0: Yeah, I guess I have to learn to eat my words because I'm covered in cowardice. Number eight. <laughs> Song number eight. There you go. I get one. I get one. All
1: right. You got the one. Hey,
0: yours, are, yours wasn't any better. Shut up. No,
1: mine are terrible. Number I'm eight.
0: Trying. Covered it in Cowardice. We're finally getting to the, the four minute territory on this album. Yay. Mm. Um, even with the riff composition being fairly similar, I do like the way the song sounds. But again, that's kind of a note for many other songs on the album, too, where it's just like everything sounds similar to the last but it still sounds a good in its presentation as I said no song is horrible on this album mm-hmm. uh, the verses are fun the vocal harmonies are really good I like how chill it felt for the most part like it's still energetic but it had it's like I don't know more laid back moments in a way I guess uh, there's a chorus or maybe even like a pre-chorus I'm not even certain which one mm-hmm. um it wasn't all that great. It just feels like a tagged-on idea to the song randomly. It's not terrible. It just doesn't do much for the track. And it's where it gets, like, really heavy, and the singer starts screaming again, and just, like, I don't know, there's these weird bendy guitar notes. It just, it just kind of came out of left field and was extremely brief, so it feels like it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. It could have been done differently, And I don't know, but regardless, that's just what I thought about that particular part. Uh, really, the song did have some good ideas, It's just too bad certain parts like the one I just mentioned brought it down. And really, I could say that for a lot of songs on this album. Like a lot of good ideas, probably just not executed the best.
1: Okay, so I'm going to make mine short and sweet. Um, Honestly, this one sounds like one we've heard before. I definitely noticed that in this track specifically. Um, I did have a harder time getting into this one. It kind of felt disjointed in comparison to the sort of smoothed out shininess of the tracks that came came before uh, I wouldn't turn this one off but it's definitely not my favorite spoiler and I did enjoy the string bends during the solo I will always love that but I think that might have been the only thing of note uh, during the song that I actually enjoyed it felt like you said some things came out of left field that's kind of how i felt where it was like someone's walking down the street and they're just like looking at everything and they're just like can't focus on one thing they're just everywhere and i didn't care much for it
0: that's called attention deficit disorder yeah <laughs> and that's kind of what some of the songs on this album feel like i guess i don't know
1: yeah yeah that one specifically changed and not to not it
0: no problem. Then that just means we can move on because, like, yeah, I didn't have much more to say for it either. Yeah. All right. So, song number nine, we get to probably the most balladish kind of song on the album, though still not really technically a ballad in my eyes. "Surrender," another one of those uh, singles. Yeah. Four minutes and seven seconds. I didn't. I never knew how long the song was, and uh, I started to notice fairly quickly. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like, though, that they would be good at writing these kind of softer tracks. Like, it, it, this feels kind of comfortable in their range. Like I do like some of their more exciting stuff, but I mean, like, overall, the slower stuff, I don't know. It feels like you there is more to work with, but you're just not working with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the only problem is, though, that this one doesn't play well enough in that somber mood that it's going for. Uh so, I mean, I just kind of guess I contradicted my own point right there, but that's okay. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, I mentioned to this, uh, to you off-camera, but it's a song about being friend-zoned. Because, like, I was kind of going by the lyrics a little bit, and just everything was just like, you know, oh, I really like this girl, but she doesn't think the same way about me. We're pretty much just friends or something, blah, 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 yeah. bullshit. It's like, way to relate to your teenage audience, I guess. <laughs> me as a 32-year-old man, no, I, I can't exactly say that I, I uh, I'm in this position or relate at all.
1: He was 30 or, th- or uh I only know about the singer but he was 30 or 31 when
0: this album came out. Which could have fooled me. He looks like he's still in the 10th grade. <laughs> he looks and yeah. sa- he looks and sounds like he was he he wanted to be in one of those hardcore bands from like a 2005 high school group that he was a oh, part of. Oh, the mid- but,
1: Midwest band. And
0: maybe played a couple of shows at some sort of like like diner hall or something like that in his hometown
1: church basement
0: yeah (laughs) and and like they thought they were going so great but then after two uh two shows they're just like you know what we're not a band anymore
1: yeah Yeah.
0: that's pretty much the 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 vibes i get from the singer at the very least at least the guitarist's pompadour like made him stand out a little bit as like okay (laughs) you're you're kind of different aren't you yeah yeah um the good the, the chorus is probably the the better part of the track this time around. It has like an event. Oh, sorry. No, that's the next song. I'm already reading ahead. <laughs> it's okay. Because I was going to say, as I was reading that, it, in my head I was like, this isn't true at all. Why did I write yeah. this? Because yeah. actually, no, I didn't like the chorus all that much. Yeah. Uh, they should have found a quicker way to wrap up the bridge, though. I will get to the chorus in a minute. There's a bridge. They f- should have found a qu- quicker, eh, quicker way to wrap it up. The entire final minute just feels like it wasn't needed at all. And also the constant repetition of the word surrender yeah. uh, in all the courses, really, including the final one, which where it lasts even longer, it gets really grating. It's the tone of his voice and just like the same two notes, like na na na. Okay, that's three notes. Whatever I can count. Regardless, it gets it gets grating. It gets irritating. Didn't like the course. Definitely not one of my uh, favorite tracks on the album.
1: Okay, so again listening to you talk and i'm looking at my notes going all right so i wasn't just being a dick um so i think the background vocals in this one was the bassist because i thought it might have been guest vocals so i went and took a little wikipedia look um it just there isn't any so I'm in the video
0: though it, i do remember the guitarist doing the background vocals in the video
1: really because normally his voice sounds I don't want to shit on anyone's artistic expression. It's just not what I liked. Um, so uh,
0: I've been yeah. shitting on this album all day, and you're now saying, I don't want to offend anyone, but. <laughs> Yeah, but I might run into them at the mall. Who knows? Might you might kick- run into Billy Talent at the I, mall. They might kick where they still hang ass. out.
1: Yeah, they might kick my ass. Who knows?
0: They're hogging um, the photo booth, just chilling out and drinking slurpees. <laughs>
1: sitting, sitting on the fountain edge.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, sitting on the massage chairs that you see in certain parts of the mall. Oh god! Not even putting dollars in. They're just sitting in them. <laughs> I swear to God, we made that's these kind so of jokes too, about Weezer, too. That's they probably so hang out with Weezer.
1: Yeah, but Weezer had a song called In the Mall, so...
0: Yeah, and they probably wrote, we'll hang out with Billy
1: Talent. <laughs> yeah, oh my lord. Yeah, definitely not a fan of the background vocals. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely agree with the repetition of Surrender, because at the end, it was the chorus, and then he was kind of going into like the pre-chorus again, I guess. But... He was still singing Surrender over that. And I 100% agree, stop it. Uh, that was annoying. Um, the more that I listen to it, the more I warm up to it. Like, not that part, but just the song as a whole. Um, I think because this was a single, and I do remember when it came out it wasn't memorable enough for me to remember it until I revisited the album again this time. So I kind of warm up to it like, oh, I remember this. I remember that. But I think this one, I'm just cruising solely on nostalgia. Um, A lot of these songs start with like lone guitar plucking. And I definitely see how someone could get a lot of these tracks mixed up or confused with each other because I had to go through each one. And I'm like, this is just a solo guitar, solo guitar. Oh, we have some drums and, and a guitar solo guitar. And I'm like, it's definitely, you know, you put the stamp down and then you just fill in the, it's like, they're mad libbing this entire thing
0: so that was kind of annoying But they're using like the same adjectives and nouns and stuff as like every page is the same fucking words it's like this this isn't creative
1: yeah (laughs) and it's like i i don't know i this one definitely was my favorite if you can't tell already same um i found that the sound was a little weak like it sounds hollow i guess in a way um i do like the bass uh during the verses And I guess on the bright side, through the hollowness, you can really hear the bass. So that was cool. Um, But aside from that, it just kind of felt like a a thin sheet in the wind. (laughs) There wasn't really anything to grab onto for
0: me. Well, it's about sad teenage angst and not yeah. getting your crush to notice you or some bullshit. So I guess yeah. you're a frail little sheet in the wind. I guess, whatever. Yeah. Don't worry, kid. You'll get over it. You're a teenager. It's chances are she's not going to be the love of your life. It's 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 okay. It's okay. You'll be fine.
1: You know what? It's I almost have the same, uh, the same thoughts for a co- like a song coming up. So.
0: <sighs> well, I can't yeah. wait to hear it when we get there. Yeah. Let's get into the double digits now, though. So song number 10, The Navy Song. So it was was a cool little riff to open this track. I kind of did appreciate that. The shuffle beat on the drum seemed fitting f too. Like, everything kind of worked out, like, composition-wise there. Um, I wrote again that this song is feeling familiar to the other songs in the album. I mean, no surprise at this point, as I've been going on about that for a while. And I'm still not settling on the vocals. God, I've I, I, so that <laughs> I, I think tried. I made note. I made note of that because I, I I wanted to. Yes, I wanted to note that I was trying to like you know just. It's kind of like listening to The Offspring. Like he's annoying as shit, but like yeah. you you, you kind of just get used to him after the after a while because it's definitely more of a punkier sound. Or I guess their older stuff is a punkier sound. Yeah. So you you just kind of accept it, but like. I couldn't do it with this guy. Uh, his tone, more often than not, does not fit the music on the album, and it kind of bothers me. Um, the chorus is probably the better part of the track this time around. Oh, look, that note that I screwed up last like last track. <laughs> I like the chorus in this song, yes. It has an yeah. adventurous and almost heroic kind of feeling to it. So I thought that was really cool, very grandiose. Uh, the song went on one chorus too long, though I will say that despite liking the chorus. Yeah. Other than that, that's definitely one of the better tracks on the back half of the album, I would think.
1: Um <laughs> another song that starts with some solo guitar noodling. Um, yeah, surprise. <laughs> um, I did like whatever chord was strummed during the chorus. Uh don't know what it is. I it sounds dreamy again. I don't know if it's just on the uh the higher strings that I like, but i took notice enough um now perhaps i'm feeling burnt out of the billy talent sound because twice i have checked the remaining time and this song is only four and a half minutes long
0: so only four and a half minutes that's too long
1: (laughs) well i mean we've done songs that are like eight minutes so to me this is like oh what a breeze this was not a breeze um the riff before the chorus starts, it did sound pretty interesting. And from that, I find the takeaway here is that Ian Dessa is a pretty good guitar player. That's what I got from this song.
0: Well, yeah, and like I, that's kind of what I was noting earlier, too. It's, like, uh-huh. it's one of the better parts of Billy Talent altogether. But then I still think that the band as a whole is good, minus yeah. the singer. It's Limp Bizkit. I'm telling you that's the trope now. That's the thing I'm going to do. I don't know how often it's going to come up, but if I ever have yeah. the same thing where the singer sucks and the band's awesome, yeah. then I will definitely say we got a Limp Bizkit situation on our hands.
1: Oh, my God. And then, th- then think, we're going to have to have an encyclopedia page to describe all of these
0: yeah, pretty much. It's too bad I can't use uh, Hotel California effect on this because there's nothing about this album that reminds me of that. But I can say that the singer goes through her eyes. There you go. Oh, I can do no. I can do a two in one right there. Oh no, a twofer. Essentially, uh. are you Canadian? Do you get that joke? Anyways, twofer anyway.
1: <laughs> there's some things I say and then someone's like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What does that mean?" Because I don't even think about it.
0: Oh my god! We're, I mean, Americans do the same thing. Canadians do the same thing. Yeah. We, we all have these like little mannerisms and sayings that just don't yeah. fit one another. I, there's a lot of English yeah. shit I don't know either, but I mean, apparently it's the thing. Oh geez, Louise! I didn't I know noticed. for the longest time what it meant to take the piss—not take a piss, but take the piss. Really? I did. I, did, I never knew what that was. Like, I yeah. finally understood. But I mean, like, for the longest time, I was like, "What do you mean I'm taking the? P-? I'm not. T- I'm not taking anybody's piss." <laughs> <laughs> you like, stop talking to me. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Listen, I'm not into that, dude. We're going to have to, like, you know, hang out with other people. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so we'll move on to song number 11. We're getting closer to the end now. Song number 11, Perfect World. Perfect World would be the end of this album. But no, it's not. Unfortunately, we still got two tracks to go. Um, I don't have much to say about the song. It is fairly short, though, so at the very least it had that. Um, I did like this, like, pep rally feel to the start of the track. Yeah. I uh, it, it kind of it's like Red Flag in a way where it was like it just has that rallying type feeling, but I was pretty underwhelmed when the main riff kicked in, so that feeling died off very quickly. Whereas at least Red Flag picked up and like kept going type thing, and yeah. it felt like a real rally song. Uh f- Here's a, here's a bit of a surprising note. For the most part, the lead vocals fit this track. Yeah. <laughs> it's because, though, he's using his lower tones, and like it sounds better. It's not nearly as annoying.
1: Yeah. So I'm
0: liking what he does with that. It's not just like so abrasive and in-your-face and almost cartoony. So I don't know. I appreciated a lot more going into this one. Uh, but the thing is, overall, the song kind of felt like a filler. It sounds good, and it's short, so I mean... I can say that the length was definitely appreciated. Mm -hmm. It didn't carry on too long uh, on like one particular idea or another, and it had a good pacing to it too. So overall, like this, not the best song on the album, but at the same time, like, I think I enjoyed this one more than willing to give it credit.
1: Okay, so I have some gripes with the song uh, and I shall get to them, but uh, I like the music and it feels like it would be the first song in a live set I think it would be a a good thing to kind of pump, pump up the crowd, you know, get the song out of the way. Um, as it goes on, I, okay. It's not as intense as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to really kick in. Didn't really kick in. I
0: felt that too.
1: Yeah. Um, now, okay. Enter the gripe. Now I had to look up the lyrics because I thought I was going to shit on him for rhyming mattress with mattress, but he rhymed mattress with address. So I'm like, okay, that's hold on. Hold on. I don't know. Okay. So, um, rhymed mattress with address, which is okay. That's fine. But later in the song, they sing control alt deleted okay erase my memory oh my god computers (laughs) okay
0: it's 2006 I mean like we were we were so infatuated with myspace so it made sense that was the culture of the time I don't care whatever
1: I hate it it (laughs) It is a timely
0: reference though yeah
1: well it's not like I listened to Bob Dylan and went yeah folk music was hip at the time I'm gonna rate this a 90 note fucking sucks now and that song this song sucks now um I wish I hadn't looked up those lyrics because ignorance was bliss in this scenario. The song to give it some credit would have been perfect for late teens. Savannah in 2006,
0: 2007. Yeah. You wouldn't even thought of the control delete. If anything, you've been like, ah, nice.
1: Yeah. I would be like, <laughs> oh yeah. MSN. hmm. What's up. But no listening to it in the last week, hated it. Um, It is a harder pop punk anthem, which is cool. Excuse me. But I imagine this on a movie soundtrack, not in the movie, but just on the soundtrack for like 13 going on 30 or like how to lose a guy in 10 days or something, which kind of led me to the thought. Do they actually release soundtracks anymore or is that not a thing?
0: Oh, yeah, I would definitely think so. I mean, they're still nominated for awards and stuff. And I can say that because at the point of recording this, the Grammys just happened and Trent Reznor won a Grammy for his work on Disney Pixar's Soul. That's a really weird sentence to say, but it's true. So, yes, soundtracks are still very much a thing.
1: Oh, and just side note, because I actually didn't know that Trent Reznor won a Grammy recently. Dream Theater won a Grammy
0: apparently, everyone was shocked because they're like, "Why did they get a Grammy?" Yeah,
1: well, it's it's funny because I looked at my partner. I'm like, "Hey, Dream Theater won a Grammy." He's like, "Yeah, I said, told you, I was cultured." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I thought he was gonna like call you a liar and not believe you and oh, stuff like no. that. Oh hell no!
1: Oh hell no! No, that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, no, uh, this song just um, I probably wouldn't skip it because I wouldn't put the effort into getting up, but I. It's fine.
0: And it's it's only 3 minutes and 7 seconds. It'll be over before too long. It's it's less than the average radio song, so, I mean, it'll be done.
1: Yeah. Erase my memory
0: to quote the lyrics. I will quote, uh, control-alt-delete your your memory from this song. Thank you. And that means we can move on to song number 12, the penultimate track, uh, as if I have any sympathy for you. Uh, Yeah, song is called Sympathy. Um, again, the instrumentals are probably the best part of the track. I mean, the, yeah. I, I don't even know why I make that note at this point because like, I just, you know how I feel about the vocals. Yeah. Uh, the, the chorus is great. Sounds good. Full of energy. Uh, the higher chords are definitely like audibly appearing, uh, appealing in this track. So I definitely made note of that, which is funny because like there's been higher notes and, uh, higher chords in, uh, this album, but I don't know, something about this one really got me going. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not certain what it was about it, and you mentioned earlier, you're not certain how many guitar solos were in this album. There's, like, one or two that you noticed. Yeah. Uh, the one in this one felt like one of the better in, like, anywhere on this album. Uh, it, I don't know. It's fitting without going crazy. It matched the mood and energy, so I kind of enjoyed this particular solo. Um and this one stands out for me only a little more than the others. I'm talking like Grain of Salt that we talked about with the disclaimer. That's yeah. how much it does. The composition on the album is extremely generic, and I can say that like confidently at the penultimate track here. Yeah. So it really comes down to what I enjoy now about these songs is what's being done with the riffs and intensity. But even then, there's a lot of similarity in those as well. So it's hard to feel too positive about even being this far through the album. But I will say that I did enjoy this track, though. It stood out just enough for me to actually say that.
1: Okay, so I was riding high on the, oh, we have similar notes. Well, I did not feel the same about the solo. Uh, I did find that it sounded a little weak and sparse. Maybe that's the sort of, sim- I guess, I don't know, simpleness they were looking for, but it... Uh, Yeah. Thankfully, the drums and bass were there to sort of make up for what I felt the guitar kind of lacked. It just I don't know. It kind of felt like it was just sort of one note here and there. I don't know. It's I can't even imagine it now to describe it. So clearly it wasn't memorable enough to me. Um, (laughs) There was another call and answer back and forth vocal chorus. Uh, I know I've said it before, but they definitely have their signature sound. It's quite obvious, incredibly apparent. They just push it forward and that's that. Um, I did say it earlier in the album, but I do like the production. I feel like it stands up here as well. Um, The chorus is very memorable and lends itself to crowd interaction. I like to imagine songs, like I guess some albums, and, and I go albums as a whole, are like listening albums where you just want to sit there in the corner of your room with headphones on and just experience it on your own. And other ones, you can just tell that they're written to be played live. And I found that this one would be good for a live crowd. And the guitar during the verse sounds like when you shake a piece of sheet metal, and I like it. I don't know Whatever the effect was was <laughs> just all I could imagine was just shaking a sheet of metal. I loved it.
0: <laughs> Sounds like I had some fun times growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man, I've had a couple of concussions. I'm just I'm just imagining like going to a Billy Talon concert and just like, everyone pulling your sheet metal. <laughs> And then he does that really, like, high pitch ah, yeah, yeah, like, scream that he does. He sounds like a fucking chihuahua being stepped on.
1: All <laughs> you oh, he hear is wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah in the crowd.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, that'd be yes. hypnotic because it'd be, like, thousands <laughs> of people doing it. Jesus. and Why did we all bring sheep? How did we get through the metal detectors? That's funny. <laughs> Someone probably has a gun. <laughs> okay. Let's get on to the final track. We're, yeah. we're here now. Number 13, Burn the Evidence. Like, burn the evidence of this album. <laughs> anyway, funny. Um, so, yeah, Burn the Evidence. <laughs> and I, What's funny is I didn't really write notes for this song. I kind of just, uh-huh. like, I think I used this opportunity to wrap up my thoughts on the album, which is fair enough. Because, like, again, what more can I say about these songs at this point? Yeah. Where it's not like, hey, this sounds unique or different or interesting. Um. Any of these songs, uh, any of the songs, good ideas felt very brief. I will say that much about this track. This again doesn't feel too different from any other tracks on the album, so that's where I think I just kind of uh, gave up on talking about the song itself. Yeah. I did say though, it definitely doesn't feel like a good ender. Yeah. Uh, this like I don't know. It feels like it could have like been the second last track, but no. This was this was the end. Um, I did like the song, though. I will say that, like, the way it sounded, the way it was written, like, it, it's fine, but just it's hard to say anything positive that isn't already being said, or I'm just giving the same, like, I don't like this because of this reason. Yeah. And I apologize for not having more of a thesaurus of words in my head, but I mean, like, that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. But my last point is literally just about the album, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Overall, there are good moments on the album and moments that hold promise. But overall, it's a constant redux of earlier tracks, as I mentioned earlier in the show. This The songs aren't awful. They're just a little uninspired and too reliant on one method or style of writing and presentation. Which, that's literally this album in one sentence. Like, you can like certain parts, but then just, you know you're going to hear the same thing practically over and over again. So, that's... That's my thoughts in a nutshell for the album. Uh,
1: I did review the song. Um, it uh, I, I don't want to say it's wasn't my favorite, but um it wasn't. Um, the verse sounds strange to me, and I don't know if it's like the phrasing or what it is, but it just is not pleasing to my ears. I think the first verse, went a little wordy, and then as the verses went on, it had more music sort of bits in it so that it wasn't as weird to listen to. Um, I feel like the song is bordering on too descriptive and it's distracting. Um, The riff during what I assume to be the pre-chorus sounds good, but it is very Billy Talenty with my air quotes. Um, I don't really feel like this is an end of album song but the ending fading out like it like it did added to the feeling of we are done here like it, it's it rang out longer than one that would, I guess, lean into the next song. Um, I don't think this one is nearly as memorable as some others solely because I didn't really like the vocal melody outside the chorus. And that was really it that I thought about that song. I tried to listen to it. I think I listened to it four or five times. I didn't. Really
0: That's think. more than I did.
1: Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> grasp on to anything. Like, I, yeah, sometimes, sometimes after maybe the third listen, and I don't listen to albums that many times, but if there's something kind of, odd or unsettling about a song I'll try and give it a little bit more because perhaps maybe I missed something maybe I jumped into a like I started paying attention to a line in the middle and then my timing was off so then it appeared weird but with this one I every listen I was like I just can't grasp it um and it just kind of slipped away into the darkness <laughs> the blackness
0: that that's the thing too. is, Like, I've, I felt for this album as a whole. Like, there there were things to grab on to, but at the same time, the question, the real question is, do I want to grab on to anything? Because I mean, yeah. like, if you're grabbing on the one song, you might as well grab them all because of, you're you're getting the same thing essentially. And I got the same thing from this track too. Obviously, we felt differently about it, but again, this is one of the better sounding ones that. We're pretty much the same. I don't know. It's yeah. it's gonna be weird going forward. Like with everything I said about this album so far. Like when I get to my number one track, just keep in mind. Like it's it, if we get around to doing the season two like number one rank list, like we did for number one. I can imagine whatever my number one song is for this album uh, is going to probably be closer to like the 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 lower or top end of the list. I guess of like you know last place. Yeah. I don't know. Just. <sighs> This, this album was a little weird to get through decent moments but overall just we'll see what my score says a little later but we are at the end of this album Billy Talent yeah. the second due part to the the Billy Talenting we're at the end, so thank you very much for checking out this episode, and uh, hopefully maybe you liked the album better than we did, or, or at least better than me. I don't know what Savannah thought yet, so... Yeah. Regardless, uh, if you did, make sure you, you know, like, subscribe, uh, share, follow, comment, write all that great stuff. Let us know what you thought, uh, because we're always very curious to know what you think, and obviously, you know, I'd, I'd hate to hate to think that I'm just tearing down your uh, favorite album, and maybe you're not saying anything in return. It's okay, you, you, you can call me a b-hole, but just... Again, let's be respectful about calling each other B holes.
1: Yeah, you have to type it B hole. Like, censor yourself. No, no, a use, use a
0: B emoji and then hole. Ah, yes. Or a, a, a B emoji and then a picture of Courtney Love. So that way I could just, like, put two and two together. So, yes. I'm not
1: even going to say me. <laughs>
0: That's fine. Uh, we can leave that there then. Yeah, yeah. Because now that we're done talking about the album, comes part two of the podcast, the Billy Talent 2 of the podcast. We have ranked songs now. So above our heads, boom, graphics have changed. There are names, there are numbers, and there needs to be song titles there. And I guess we'll get around to doing that now because uh, we're getting close to the end of this the uh, review and I don't want to drag this out any longer than it has to be.
1: I'm going to drag it out just a little bit longer by asking, do you have a... Uh, guess on how many we are going to match this week.
0: Well, as I've said in the past on previous episodes, I usually like to tally with, like, yeah. check marks, X's, and question marks of how many we're going to match. So just a scribble. I have one check mark. Ooh. All the rest are just a, a slew of question marks and X's. Okay. So I feel certain about one. Yeah. And one, two, three four five have question marks okay so there's a potential for five obviously not happening uh yeah. but i feel like it's going to be at least one this time around
1: i'm going to go ahead and say two i'll i'll uh agree with whatever one you think and then i'll just tack on a
0: second just or will you just agree? <laughs> well we'll see we will we'll see well, well, I'm let's see two. right now then
1: <laughs> all, all right, right.
0: We're there. We can start this now. Okay, so song number 13, Surrender.
1: Covered in cowardice.
0: Covered. So that's the first no. Number 12, Fallen Leaves. The Navy song. In the Navy. That's also a no. Number 11, where is the line? Burn the evidence. That is also a no. Good, good good start number 10 perfect world
1: perfect world
0: that's not the one I had the question mark next to so that's good actually wait it was an X okay what if we get two yay Uh, uh, very possibly Uh, not this one though number 9 covered in cowardice surrender oh those those two are like literally swaps of each other because your last was covered in cowardice and (laughs) my last was surrender beautiful Surrender. Okay, so that's a no. Number eight, worker bees. Yes. That was a question mark. Yeah. Woo. Well, there's the two. It's still not at my check mark, though. Hell yeah. Number seven, pins and needles. Sympathy. For the devil. Please meet you. Oh, Bob, I'm covering that one. Okay. Wow, that just kind of popped up as I was doing that. Oh, I want to die. Ugh. That's a Ugh. that's a number. That's number six right there. That's a red flag.
1: Pins and needles. Close. You fucking threw me off there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, number five. The Navy Song.
1: This Suffering.
0: Suffering. Nope. Number four. Sympathy.
1: Devil in a Midnight Mass. And I think that's all that we can match.
0: Yes, that's true. And that was also the checkmark song, by the way. I, th- oh, really? I thought for sure that was going to be the checkmark. Okay, so Devil in a Midnight Mask. Number three, This Suffering. Fallen Leaves. Number two, Devil in a Midnight mass. That's where I thought it was going to be. Where is the line? I love that song. There's something about the way that sounds, but I think Where's the Love by Hansen.
1: Oh my God! Where love? It's or um... Love. Black eyed peas?
0: No, no, Hanson's better. <laughs> okay, they're uh, better. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Number one, burn the evidence.
1: <laughs> red flag.
0: <laughs> you you mentioned black uh, black eyed peas. That is a red flag.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was gonna say they are better musicians, and then my thought, I was like, but will I am as a. I don't know, is he a musician? And then I just kind of blanked out.
0: <laughs> Whatever he has been in his entire career, it got worse as time went along.
1: Yes. That even is even writing hits
0: came foreign to him.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> remember back when Black Eyed Peas were cool before Fergie joined?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually, oh, um, uh, I forget where I heard one of their songs, but and I don't even remember what it was called, but every time, Karma. Karma by the Black Eyed Peas in the album before Fergie joined really good song. Well, cuz it was
0: but, like R&B and hip hop. It was actually yeah. decent stuff.
1: And then after after that it was No thanks.
0: Well, I think we're prolonging the inevitable by inevitable by talking yeah. about the Black Eyed Peas. So let's go ahead yeah, avoid that and get to the finale of this podcast, the album rating. So without further ado, transition. Well, would you take a look at that? It's the album rating screen. You know, the same thing you see after every uh, time we rank songs and talk about albums and such. I mean, I say it like it's a surprise. <laughs> In our waiting room, what else is there besides this second Billy Talent? There, Billy Talent Senior or Junior. I don't, I don't really know how that works. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's time to find out where this is going on the album. Yeah. So uh, as you can see, last week we did TV on the radio, uh, listener requested, and it actually ended up pretty high between uh, two anniversary albums. I mean, Mm -hmm. and two uh, very iconic albums as well, 10 and The Joshua Tree. But that was then, this is now, we need to find out where Billy Talent is going. So uh, I think it's your time to go first, or is it your time to go first?
1: I think I went last week because I picked this album.
0: That is factual, isn't it? Well, let me just go ahead and look at my score over here. I'm going to punch in my calculators to have it ready. My score, I mean, if, it, if you didn't notice, um wasn't too fond of it. But at the same time, it didn't completely tank. But it's the first time in a while I think I've done this. Uh, I put this in the C tier at 65.76%.
1: Wow, Savannah, that's a really terrible uh, score that you gave this album. Uh, uh, I gave it an 80 even. <laughs>
0: Whoa! Beg your pardon? Do you want to like recalculate this girl? I'll give you a minute.
1: No, no, that's fine.
0: That's fine. <laughs> it blows me out of the fucking water. I didn't. I thought for you, for sure you might get like mid to high seventies if you're really feeling generous, but I guess you were extraordinarily jealous. Um. It was such a repetitive album.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the songs I didn't like, they weren't like, oh my god, I fucking hate this. But the songs I did like, I actually really, really, really liked. So I, uh, I was cruising on the ones I really liked, and there wasn't anything that I ultimately hated, except for that that one incredibly dated reference song. I hate that.
0: Control-delete. Yeah, fuck that. So with that said, and that uh, uh, very surprising score, I guess, it comes <laughs> to a 72.88% Yet another, I, I believe. Yeah, that one's B minus specifically. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to come after Big Wreck. Oh, what well is? I just I don't know about Queens of the Stone Age though. But it's going to be somewhere in the B minus tier.
1: Uh, between Queens and u
0: Two. Oh so really? You're one off. Yeah. Well then, I guess that's where it's going to have to stay. Let's just pop that up in front of like everything, I guess. Or don't. That's fine too. Wait, wait. <laughs> there you go. That's where it's going to be. So there you go. Uh, B minus? Well, I, I I anticipated C plus at best, but uh, I mean, what do I know, right? Yeah. Oh, well, it is where it is now. Another album's on the list, and it's one that you chose, so hey, at least it's in the B tier, I guess. Yay.
1: I, I like to throw you curveballs here and there, and the fact that I rated something an A, uh, not only just anything in general, but something that I chose, so I feel um, vindicated within the confines of myself.
0: I'll say that I've been pretty nice to the albums we've done since yeah. Megadeth, so uh, it's about time I rated something a little lower, I guess.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like you're a teacher and you're you've been passing uh, passing classes, and then you're like, you know what? This is this is it. I'm gonna be rough on this class. <laughs> I don't know, Mark them real shit.
0: Alrighty then. Look at that! Another B tier album, B minus specifically. Billy Surprise. Talent's uh, "Doppelganger," the seconding, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> ends up the B so minus. I'm, I'm just, I'm honestly surprised. That's why I keep going on about it. But hey, it is where it is. We we ranked it as we usually do, and it uh, it ends up where it ends up.
1: Yep. I feel like Frickets. I've rendered you speechless with my. It's either my shitty takes or my I can't believe you really like that takes.
0: Something along the lines of that. Yeah. Sometimes you surprise me when you like certain things more than I think you would and some like sometimes like I'm surprised by when you hate things more. <laughs> this is just like wow, like whatever, anyways, I could go on forever just by how confused <laughs> I am. I'm always confused. That's the best part, it's my secret cap. but anyways that is the end of the episode we've reached the end of this one so thank you very much for watching if you did enjoy it you liked what we were doing talking about and just being weird I guess especially me being an angry boy today uh, you can go ahead and let us know like, comment, subscribe follow, share, rate all those wonderful pleasant things that help build the musical community and as we said before on Apple Music if you can go ahead and give us like that five star rating and leave a comment maybe if you want Uh, that helps uh, get our podcast higher and higher into the musical commentary section and Uh that's where we want to be so more people like you can be part of the crowd so please oh, yeah. go ahead and do that crickets
1: yeah yeah i, I always want you to follow up yeah no I, I i got nothing other than um just uh leave leave comments be good be nice and please tell chris how much you agree with all of my takes please uh not only does this podcast uh need and want a you know uh, a group of fans I personally need and require outside validation and if you could provide me with that so Chris could see uh that would be great thank you
0: well you've pretty much almost tanked every listening listener rated album that we've done or listener requested album that we've done so I mean I'm more likely to be on the good side of things just gonna say that right now
1: just request albums I like already existing that's cheating i'll tell you i'll tell you what i like and then you request them and then i just rank them real high
0: we both win And we don't Not have to do Chris, those ones because i don't does. have to choose them i don't i don't i don't have to put those ones in the list at all
1: <laughs> God damn it.
0: anyways yes any any sort of comment will do we do truly appreciate that thank you very much but if you just like us that much for for some reason, I guess there is Kofi. Uh, it's a financial option, completely optional. If you want to go ahead and support the channel that way, Kofi.com slash write the record by all means. Uh, once again, optional, don't feel obligated. Uh, all the content is still going to be free. The podcast, the new music reviews, and, uh, most of the bonus content we're going to do all going to be free. So don't worry. It's fine. It's still going to be here. You're not missing much. Just, you might miss some extra content, but that's about it. Wink, nudge, watch the extra content. Heavy nudge it's not there yet but it'll be there very soon question mark I, I don't want to say that and completely blow that promise yeah but anyways yes Kofi.com slash rate the record links down in the description and so is the uh, link to request an album as I said we've been doing plenty mm-hmm. of those recently and we are more than happy to do more of them so if you feel like you want to hear us talk about your favorite album or one that you just care particularly about uh, I th- that one doesn't have a short link so I'm just going to say the link's down in the description
1: yep Yeah, definitely wasn't making faces to the camera while you weren't looking. Definitely not.
0: Don't worry. I edit this, and I'll make sure that you're telling the truth. (laughs) But speaking of listener-requested albums, before we let you go, we do like to give you a little bit of a teaser of what to expect next week. And, yes, we're doing yet another listener-requested album, as if I already hadn't said that like three or four times so (laughs) far in this particular episode. But, yes, it is – And uh, I don't want to give away too much, but the person who requested it, if you hear this, you'll probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Another listener requested album coming next week. We have a highly influential artist from the 70s and 80s. That's when their peak was. And she's known for her work in art pop and art rock. Carly Simon. Is she that old? Damn, I I, I never paid attention.
1: Could not tell you.
0: Yeah, she's got this... Oh, wait, Carly Simon. I was thinking of Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, my God.
1: Definitely not her.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, call me maybe on my rotary phone. Like... (laughs) My
1: Lord. Yeah.
0: uh, Yeah, Carly Simon's definitely not Carly Rae Jepsen. But, okay, uh, let's go ahead and say it's Carly Simon, even though, I'll tell you right now, it's not. It's not. (laughs) I like to guess. Yeah, no, that's... You're allowed to. I mean, you, you won't know until we get next week, right? Just like you, you won't know either... But maybe you can guess it. So let us know. And by the way, just so everyone knows, nobody got that ten dollars that Savannah requested. If they can get the next listener request, it never happened. It was TV on the radio. Psych. Yep. I yep. Should have mentioned no, it was, that one. It a while was ago. Billy Talent. Oh, was it?
1: Yeah, because it was my.
0: Uh, oh, we did it, it on TV on the radio yeah. on that episode. So yes, we're yeah. recording this now. We still haven't heard anything. Uh, so yeah, good luck with that. Ha ha ha. Funny. Uh, same rule applies for this one. She'll still give you ten bucks if you get the next artist.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, just that's say just, Carly it, Simon and then you get $10 from Chris, not me, because
0: he'd be wrong. I never agreed to it. <laughs> but anyways, that's the end now. So thank you very much once again for watching. And so until we see you again next week, go listen to some awesome music and we'll see you again real soon. So take care, friends. Bye-bye.